The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD Arts Components. Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. 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 So we had Monday off and then uh, we worked from Tuesday through Friday and uh, we getting ready for NSERV. So Friday was a late day. Like we got off at like nine at night. And I think a part of in-service, like, you know, some of the some of that stress level, everybody's stress, stress level on high and all that stuff. But more importantly, today I worked out. Like I was able to work out at, at the gym at, at home because of COVID. So, you know, we can't go out to the gym. So I got, to, got it in at the house. What about you, man? Well, man, I had a I had a pretty good week. Right. So. First off, I still been on leave, so I just checked in on my command on Friday. So mm-hmm. I go get to the command, check in, and they give me that old schedule, right? So I'm going to a my, the job I'm about to start is an inspection job, right? So I'm yeah. going on ships doing inspections and things like that for the Tycom, right? So um, first thing they tell me, you know, before I even get to check in, man, they telling me I gotta be there at four thirty in the morning on Monday. <laughs> I'm like four thirty. Right, so yeah, man, we going on a ship, four thirty. Four thirty on your first day? First, well, technically my second day. I checked in, I did a little bit of check in stuff, um, but man, I still got my medical records, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I still got a whole lot of stuff, man. I ain't even checked in, but guess what, man? It's all good, man. Like I'm, I'm so pumped up, I'm so ready to go, man. They they finna get the the better side of me when it comes to, you know. Uh, damage control going on these ships and checking stuff and making sure you know people squared away that's what I'm gonna do man and hopefully get train some sailors man you know that's what we do train sailors so hopefully I get to do a lot of that stuff so it was a good week yeah week and I I guess you made the most out of the last week of leave like what's I know that's like a crazy thing like that last week of leave or when you get the big long extended leave like the 30-day leave that last week is like the countdown like you know I'm, I'm headed to the next place Hey, like this gonna be our last time to do this for a while. This gonna be our last time to do this for a while. What you do? Man, that man, that week went by so damn fast. Yeah, man. I'm talking about quick, fast. Um, but man, I didn't, I didn't do a whole lot, man. I was relaxing. I was watching some, some movies, man. Um, Ella, Ella, my wife, she she works to like freaking four thirty every morning. Then I mean every day she worked at four thirty, but that four thirty eased at her job yeah. turned to five thirty. Yeah, yeah, that's how yeah, six that's, o'clock yeah, or whatever the case how my may be. So, you know, so, but it's all good, man. I had a good thirty days off. I'm pumped up. It was a good thirty days to come off a ship. Like when people come back, oh, I turned, I showed up early to my next command and all that stuff. Man, take those thirty days. Those, <laughs> there was some good thirty days, but I needed them, every one of them. Yeah, I'm trying to ride it out, man. I'm trying to show up thirty one days. You know what I'm saying? That's and then you start like setting yourself up, like so you could have a thirty. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Most you start, definitely. You start Most setting yourself definitely. up like months in advance, like uh, it's like two point five a month. Like I need to make sure I got the thirty, yeah. you know. But it's crazy because after that first shore duty I did, like so my first sea duty, the five years, I, I was good. I always got had thirty. But after that first shore duty, that duty I did, it's hard to get back to having thirty, man. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I tell you though, you know, I didn't want to bring this up, man, but you know, I'm gonna bring it up anyway. You know, I was talking to the the Y and one that was there, man. He was he was he asked me a question that I already knew he was going to ask me. 
So when I got there, he asked me, he said, hey, you know, where's your eval? Mm. So I already knew where my freaking eval was. I knew I wasn't going to have it. And guess what this YN1 told seeing Chief Leggings? What did he say? He said, man, you can't leave your command without your eval. Yeah, that's what everybody. Man, I'm like, <laughs> the YN1 telling me that. And I already know the answer to the question. Yeah. You know, so it kinda, I kind of felt a certain type of way because, you know, we should have had those evals by now. Yeah, but you know, pe- people so. act like you could do something about it. Like, yeah, like what you gonna do, Y and One? Yeah, like, like yeah. What would you have done? You yeah. know what I'm saying? My EM One uh, left without his eval. My, my EM One just left his last uh, spot, and he didn't. He ain't, he didn't get the eval leave. I got a, a another guy EM Two. He getting out the Navy, and he uh, he was like, "Yo, Chief, I want to get out." I don't want nobody to screw me over. I want everything. I want my eval. I want everything. <laughs> I need the meet and I need the DD two fourteen. Like, and he pushed. He pushed. He pushed. He yeah. got everything. So what happened was, I mean, for me, like you know, I'm a little wet behind the air still. So this is like my first person that's getting out the navy. So I'm like, so he he started asking me stuff. Yeah, this supposed to happen. That supposed to happen. Chipu. And I I try my best to do as much research as I can before, but it's some stuff I just don't know. So when he started asking me these questions, I'm like, all right, let me. I'm like, tell me. Everything that we got to do that you know we got to do in this process, I'm going to write it all down, and now I'm tracking. It's my number one priority. Let's make sure, you you know, your exit is good. And some of this stuff is just he selfishly wanted to get done because he, he wanted to leave the very day that he got out the Navy. So he flying out of Cali on Monday, the day mm. he gets out the Navy. He's out he of here. Messing around, <laughs> nah, he ain't messing, he ain't messing around. around. But one thing I will say, he's, he's a... He's a good sailor, man, because I, I tell you, man, as an E5, I'm not thinking about all this paperwork. I'm not thinking about it. The only thing I'm thinking about is the DD-214, DD right? That's getting me out the Navy. So for a guy to be at his age, you know, and doing the things he's doing, he's thinking about all of that stuff, right? Normally, sailors thinking about, man, I'm bye. Yeah. I'm getting up out of here. So that's that's good on him, man, that he's he's on top of his stuff, man, making sure he got everything. Yeah, so. he don't want no trace of yep. his, <laughs> he out of here, man. Shots out to EM2, what's good, man? <laughs> but, um, you know, so this week, we we getting ready for NSERV. So we getting ready for NSERV, but we got a team, the rat, the rat, rat team on board, right? Hold up, rat team on board this week? They were here, they were there last week. Last week. Yeah, so you guys here. are getting ready for NSERV, which I know the rat team come on board and help out, but, Man, that's a lot, man. Yeah, and that's then we lot. were we were doing absurd at the same time, and then we still got CAS reps and a lot of stuff we couldn't do because of the deployment with the COVID, so we couldn't get contractors on board. So at the same time, while we got NSERV going on and we got absurd going on, we got RAT, you know, on board looking at our stuff, and of course on Friday they gonna issue you know hit list some type of hit list yep. you know but you just never expect to have to be correcting those hits the day they issue <laughs> oh, right, you know, we right. we correcting hits before they even issued them you know what i mean so uh you know i had a good conversation with chang and kind of broke some of that down like yeah some of this is we could do this some of this we you know we can't you know what i'm saying we can't expect to fix a hit list that's coming out today when we already have we getting ready for answer so that means we already have other hits like other stuff we kind of working on and um chang understood what i was saying he still had some stuff that we had to get done but he understood for the most part like it's not realistic for us to move every other hit that we've been working on to the right and then push all this other stuff up in front of it so we could you know get it done the biggest thing is we need to have a plan and we need to execute the plan and we need to be held accountable when we don't execute the plan that's the biggest thing do we ever have a plan we like, always, when, I, when, I, when, I, when I think about it like that, man, like 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 me personally, 
I have a a plan for my division. We're mm-hmm. gonna do X, Y, and Z all the time, right? X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But somebody gonna come in and 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 tell me to do something differently when they don't do my. I've been doing this twenty years. Yeah. I know what it takes to win, right? But when somebody come in because they trying to impress their CEO or their XO and want to keep me here to a certain time period when I still got the same amount of work done. Yeah. So I didn't stay here five hours longer, but I still done the same amount of work that I was going to do yeah. just because that what kills me, man, mm-hmm. just because. And, 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 and then as us as leaders, we trying to look out for our sailors at all costs. We, we, and then your sailor coming to you, here they go, man, why are we still here? Why we keep doing this? Why we keep doing that? We've done this four times already, you know, but it's the truth. Yeah. It's the truth. But us as leaders, we here we go. We trying to like, oh, just give me a second. Let me figure this out. Let me go talk to him. But it's going to be the same results, man. And and it kills me sometimes to see um, when they put department heads in a, in a, in a position for, of power, but they really not in a position of power. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a that's a big thing. Yeah, they are trying to impress. They trying to get this certain thing so they can, can become an XO or they become a, a CEO or whatever. So it, sometimes it's all about that. Sometimes political uh, when it comes to that. Just I need to, I need the CEO to see us working late today. Yeah, yeah. It was you know? it was some of that. It was some of that on Friday too. But um, the biggest thing about the plan part is we always do have a plan. Like we always have a plan, like you said, for our division, right? We always have a plan. A lot of this stuff we track and a lot of stuff we know about. But these plans change, like you said, every day is something new, something different, you know? And it's not a lot of people that come up to you and ask you like, hey, like, hey, like, what is your plan? Like, what y'all working on? You know what I'm saying? What you got going on? You got something going on? You know, now it's more of like, all right, you're going to get assigned to task, you know? So it's like, whatever you had going on, it don't even matter. Like you're going to get assigned to task and this got to get done. And then like next week, all of a sudden, somebody might be asking a question about something and that might be what you already had going on, but you had to push it, you know? And that was what I was really, you know, talk, talking to Chang about. Like, it's like, yo, nothing that you already was tracking matters. Like we, like sometimes it's like you just sitting around waiting for work and that's never the case. You know, we should be able to operate, you know, kind of independently within ourselves, our work list, what we got going on, and then report some of that stuff to our department head who's able to report that stuff up. But sometimes that changes. It changes with task. It changes with people not seeing everything that's going on that you got going on down on the deck plate, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I that comes from, from I think that's where um, I think the mess has lost a little bit right there. Right. I remember when when I had when I was a junior sailor and, and my chief come up to me and he used to tell me, hey, we we are done at this time because we did. We're going to do this on Monday through Thursday. We're going to get this stuff knocked out mm-hmm. and then I'm going to get you guys out of here early on Friday. Right. Yeah. He already briefed this the, the department head on this stuff. Right. Yeah. But you know why he could do that? He did that because he have earned that respect. Yeah. You know, if chiefs say he didn't did this, this, this it's done. Yeah. Right. Because he have planned it and he didn't he didn't make this happen. Right. Now, man, we can question left and right. We are getting questioned about everything. I'm, I'm telling I just told you we got this stuff done. Like, can you bring it to me real quick? 
Yeah, I find myself taking videos, man. Yeah. Like, yo, look, this is it right here on yes. video. Screenshots, stuff like that, like, yes. just to kind of prove. Now, I mean, you think we did that? You think that that came from the Chiefs mess? Who I think it's both. Most definitely both. We, we most definitely got 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 Chiefs out there that... <laughs> That ain't getting it, ain't getting it done. You know what I mean? Uh, and we see it every day. We see DFCs. We see different things. So yes, we got we 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 have earned some of that. All right. So do you think we pay each other enough attention as Chiefs? Do we do what? Do you think we pay each other enough attention? No, 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 no. Well, <laughs> I I will say this, man. It depends on the command and where you at and what you're doing. I have been at commands where, man, we are training. Mm-hmm. Training in mess. Then I get to a command where we don't do that much training, but I also know it has something to do with um, timing. Yeah, like if you go on a smaller ship, it's it's a lot going on. It's it's one thing after another one. You got you got inspectors coming on board one after another one. Then you go on a carrier where you got all the time in the world to do a whole lot a lot of stuff you can do. So I think it depends on a lot of that stuff, um, but not training the mess is never the answer because you got um, sailors that make chief early. You got yeah. some, you know, they, they they need we need the training, you know, and sometimes we can't get it done, and I think it hurts us. Um, no doubt about that. Yeah, and everybody need criticism. It don't matter how, and you know, criticism ain't always a negative thing, but everybody need it. It don't matter how high, like how much rank you get. And it don't matter how junior you are, but everybody need some form of criticism. So, yeah. Man, so, yeah, I guess that's how your week went, man. We had a pretty good week, seemed like, man. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing, like I said, was being able to work out today. So, yeah. this morning, like, being able to go down, hit the gym. Uh, like, you know, my knee messed up, so I still can't run. But just being able to go in the home gym and, and get it in, no matter what, like what was telling me not to, you know, put on audio book, podcast, listen to some music and just work out, man. Uh, abs and back, man. Trying to find different back workouts I could do at home now or whatever. Uh, what about you? I'm seeing you racking up them, them workouts, too, man. I'm looking at the watch. Yeah, man. You know, um, I be getting out there more cardio now, though. I mean, mm-hmm. I haven't um, I haven't hit the weights like I've been hitting, the, you know, in the past like two weeks ago or whatever. So I've been doing a lot of uh, mixing it up with the cardio uh, with run walk. Yeah, like like one day I might run, then one day I might walk five or six miles or whatever. So I be mixing it up, trying to get the. I'm all about calories though. Like I be looking at. I don't care how 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 far I go, what's the distance I go. I'm watching that one seven hundred, eight hundred, yeah. nine. You know, I'm trying to watch the calories and how many don't burn you know, then I, like, I be looking at the times too, man. Like it was one time I was with you. Then like right after I left, it was like Damon just completed a workout. Yeah, man. <laughs> it was like last week, matter of fact. It was like David just completed a workout. Like you you not playing, man. And the only thing I keep thinking about, right? I'm like, yeah, he on leave, man. This gonna change, man. Oh yeah, it's, it's gonna change. change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell you already. 30 wake ups, man. That ain't gonna do man. it, man. I, but I hope this this 4:30 workout. I mean, this wake up I gotta do at 4:30. I'm hoping it's just a one time thing. I'm hoping this ain't the norm, which I don't think it is because when I was talking to the guys there, I mean, they seemed like it wasn't a norm. So. That's what I'm hoping for anyway, man. Yeah, it's sure, duty. You know, it's like I'm, I'm like texting, I'm texting, uh, I'm emailing my new command, my perspective command already. And you know how you, the only question you really ever want to ask is, you know, what the hours like? What we, 
<laughs> you know, when you try for it, what's the workload man. like? What, you know, how to uh, how that command, man. Really, the only question is what the what the hours looking like. So I'm like, yeah, I need a sponsor, somebody to talk to. Man. Hey, man, two questions. <laughs> that was you right, you right on, man. One hours and the second with duty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, how many duty sections? <laughs> I'm in duty sections, we in, man. Three sections, four sections. That's what I need to know, man. I'm in duty sections. That's that's spot on. How many sections y'all in? I don't know. I don't know yet. And then um, talking to him like duty is just staying there, you know, to about a certain time. Certain time though, it's not like yeah, an overnight thing or anything like that. Just staying there a certain time, so I ain't got to worry about staying overnight. So like y'all doing four thirty to what? So the ship get on the way. Oh, but it's so coming you're back be on the, the same way for. Day. Oh, okay, it's coming back uh, the same day though. So it's going out there. You know how they do when they go out there do an inspection. Engineers got to do certain tests and do do whatever you do out there and come back. Yeah. So, to me, I know it's gonna be an easy day. One thing about about my job and probably your job the same way, man, is that it's damage control, man. So I'm going out there and look at the same thing I've been working on all my life. So that's the good thing about it, man. And I get to teach these young sailors that's that's working on it now. They got questions. I know when I was young, I had questions, so they gonna have questions. I'm yeah. have fun doing that, man. It's a good deal. Yeah. So we know we like I say we getting ready for inserve, and it's a lot of prep that coming with inserve. It's also a lot of like motivational speeches, like every day almost you know i'm trying to figure out what to say to my guys to keep them going this is this a pretty like exclusive to us kind of situation where we just got off a of deployment we got we just had after we got in serve and then right after in serve we doing a, a home port change when we going from san diego to japan so i don't it's like kind of like shell shocking to some of these junior sellers for all of this to happen in that window of time. Well, I'm, I'm going to say this, man, that's, that I've been on this ship, same ship that you were talking about. I was on that ship for five years, right? And I'm going to say this, man. Man, fuck this schedule, man. Like, yeah. for real. Because this ship has not stopped since yeah. we left Maine, right? It's been inspection after inspection after inspection. Right. And we have went in on all the inspections, though. We did good. Everything went. Everything's good to go. But still, man, like these sailors had no breaks. First, what they sell to us when we went on deployment. Hey, go on deployment. Yeah, it's time to relax. It's trying to, man, we ain't relaxed on deployment at all. It was still grinding, grinding. Then we come back, ship's still grinding. Now you finna go to Japan. Yeah. And then it's inspection when you get to Japan. The only relaxed time I can see the ship having now is when it and when it's going in the veil. Yeah. When it's going availability and they get they working on the ship there. And then it's gonna be some a lot of a lot of work there too. But still, you know, you ain't going nowhere. At least you you in home port. Yeah, that yeah. that schedule was like rapid pace. You know what I'm saying? Like in and when I got there, from what I heard, they was like, Yeah, we had inspectors on inspectors on board. Like I think the day y'all checked on board the ship actually are like five days after y'all got on board the ship and y'all the first it's a pre-com ship so y'all the first sellers that ever stepped on this ship and you got inspectors you know yeah. right on board and it's been that way like yeah. layered inspections like it's really really busy and since i never been on a ddg and i don't know you know if this is just the way the navy is going you know i'm hearing some stuff but that's just that's crazy to be the way how that schedule been, that's crazy to be that busy. Like, it don't make no sense. And and that give me sympathy or empathy for the junior guys when they do, you know, when they are, like, devastated about, like, the schedule. Like, yeah. like when can we do this? When, when can we do that? You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's kind of crazy, man. Yeah, and, and that's it. Like, me... Like you, we we we've been doing this for a while, right? We we in this for the long haul. It's, it's life type stuff, right? Yeah. But these guys just 
coming to the ship. That's all they see. And the only thing they know is go, 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 nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. And they, and then it, it becomes a trend. They think this is what the Navy is about. And yeah. then they're getting out in three years. They're getting out in four years. They're getting out because they think this is the way the Navy is. But it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's becoming at the sea duty, though. I mean, I be hearing other people. I've talked to other chiefs. They do a lot of complaining about it also. So I'm assuming. I know it's easy to say, oh, this is this is the this certain ship. But I think it's the I think it's sea duty now. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, think that's, that's what, what think. it is. This is, and it's just going, man. It's getting to the next thing, man. The only thing we're doing is getting to the next thing. And these schedules be so packed, and the only thing, the only thing that really is alarming because we be in all these meetings and we looking at the schedule and we like. Man, they trying to tell us to, that we are in charge of the schedule, right? We are putting the plan together on when we're going to do all these inspections. Yeah. You know, so my thing is, okay, we got this many weeks to do all these inspections. Well, why we got to do all this back to back to back to back? Um, but when you think about we still got to get on the way. We still got to do all this stuff. So you got to plan around all that stuff, too. So it's a big deal, man, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to get a schedule and then your your the commanding officer, he has a task, he has a mission, so he has to get stuff done also. So it is what it is, but if you're going to see duty, get ready. So yeah, like I say, that's crazy. Get man. ready. That's crazy. And then they, you know, they they don't want us to have beards. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh man, you can't beards, have a beard, man, because of a what? Because of a gas mask? That's what it is. So speaking of that, though, like. Um, you know, the gas mask thing, man. So they did this survey, man, 2016, right? The, the Navy Safety Center mm -hmm. did this survey 2016. And that's what they got out of it, man. They said it wasn't, um, you wasn't getting a seal on your mask. And with that being said, it can cause death and it can cause all these different things from you from, from um, uh, breathing in smoke and whatever. We had a fire or something. You had any kind of chemicals for gas freeing or anything like that. So, um, that's what came came out of it, but I just saw something from the who was it CNO or somebody said they're gonna revisit it, relook at it. Yeah, but it ain't sound promising from what he said. Yeah, he said he said people could still die. Yeah, so you know. <laughs> so what's your whole take on this beard thing, man? So go ahead and give it your rundown, the, your rundown on this beard thing, man. What's up? Talk to me, man. So it was the chief of naval personnel, vice admiral, talking. Mm. Um, he talked about looking sharp and stuff like that. So he said they was going to look into it, but he wasn't saying it was, you know, he was saying it wasn't something that he wasn't going to consider, but we stand with everybody having to cut beards. Um, I think it's bullshit, man. Yeah. You know, just because, uh, personally, because I want a beard. Like, that's the only reason. You know what I'm saying? They don't have nothing to do with the seal, the gas mask, you know, none of that stuff. I mean, if that's true, I don't think anybody really knows if that's true. And if that is true, then did we wait till 2016 to figure that out? <laughs> like that's like that's like late man 2016 well, is late I, I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you about <laughs> it though man it's like 2016 because I say a little bit like early in my career we didn't ask questions though yeah we didn't we didn't sit there and say hey man why I can't have a beard right but now 2020 these sailors gonna ask you these sailors gonna be like what's up why I ain't got a beard why I can't grow my fur why I can't have braids why I can't have all this this stuff so it's a little bit different now, man. The times are different. So that's maybe why it waited so long, you know, to do this, this, you know, the beard thing. But I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, man. Like, what about PCB? What about PCB, man? Man, I, yeah. 
PCB. What the, what did they do with the bumps and stuff? Yeah, on your face yeah. And stuff, Pseudo right? Bethelly, whatever. Yeah, big long like, ass word, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah, I got that. that. Nobody even care <laughs> about. I got right? that. I got yeah. pseudo whatever. I had that. But you still get, you still can't grow no beard. No, not right now. And that's like so. Some people think you know it's some younger black sellers that think it's an attack. You know, on us, man. Us black man with PCB. Oh man, man. you know. Well, and anybody, any race could get it, but you know, it's yeah. just, it seems, you know, some people think it's unfair, man. I, I'm not that much of a freedom fighter that, you know, I'm fighting for the right to have a beard. Like it's, it's, it's other rights that I, I want to fight for, but I definitely want my beard. Yeah. I, I, hey, I ain't going to lie to you, man. I'm going to be real about it. I am a beard hater. Why, right? man? I'm, <laughs> Let's talk I'm about gonna be it. a hater because I be seeing these guys like, you know, during the week, they beard looking trimmed. Then they come holler at me in the club, and they be them trimmed. It's trimmed all up, looking good, looking fresh and stuff. And Your I don't beard like that, should man. be trimmed though. I'm talking about like lined up, yeah, nice and lined, lined up. up and fresh. Yeah. Mm-mm, I can't have that, man. You what's know. neater? What's more like? What's more military? Like a uh, a uh, uh, real raggedy loose beard, or like a tight a tight joint, like or no beard. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's no personality <laughs> in that though. Oh man, you know. This X has been going on for a long time, man. This beard thing has been back and forth, and it's been a big thing in the military for a long time. Um, uh, when it comes to neat appearance and and things like that, so yeah, man. Me personally, though, I mean, I'm just talking trash about the the beard hater, but I really, I really don't mind. I I do do I think it a whole a seal? I think it depends on the size of the beard. If somebody got one of them, you know, big big ass beard, it probably won't, you know. Yeah, I see it. But if it's if it's trim, neat, and all that stuff, I don't see it being a being an issue. What uh, about line? What I'm about, not sure. What about being able to line it up though? Well, I mean, yeah, you gonna have to line it up. I mean, you think yeah? So you, you gonna have think, to line it up, yeah. Yeah, it's better. It's yeah. it's like, but it's you heard about the MC three right? Uh, who who can wear a beard because it's consistent with his religious beliefs. So they saying like he could grow it out to like four inches. He an MC, so I mean, he probably won't be fighting that many fires, right? <laughs> no, if he on a ship, everybody firefighters on the ship. Yeah, but right he, now, but he, yeah, he might be the last person. Yeah, uh, he going to be. He, might, he, be, he might be the last person. See, to man, gear, see, that's that's where that's that's why I got issues with, man. I got issues with that right there, man. You cannot do to me. You cannot say this person can do something. Then uh, won't let everybody do it, man. I mean, I understand religious beliefs and all that stuff, but man, if he can have a four inch beard, man, let your boy have a four inch beard, man. Hey, he said he was willing to shave in the event of an emergency. Now I'm a I'm a I'm a guy with a beard or a guy that like having a beard, but right now, unfortunately, I'm not able to have a beard. But like, I don't understand what that. What do you mean you're gonna shave in the event man, of that's an emergency? Hey, that's this. Pro- <laughs> This That's permission to know. speak freely, right? That's the dumbest <laughs> yeah. shit I ever heard in my life, man. He so we gonna have an actual casualty right now, lives at stake, and oh, he gonna go shave. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. hey, MC three, what you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Getting ready for, the, for to fight the fire. <laughs> I'm down okay. here, bird, to get ready to fight the fire. We we clearing a burden out. What if your burden is where the yeah. emergency at? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> toxic gas, toxic gas. Are you running in there to grab your damn razor? Yeah, that's crazy, man. That's 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 crazy. But man, so so what is the 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 actual policy on these beers though? I mean, what is it like? You can have a certain so it's not permanent no more, right? Yeah, so you cannot can nobody have a permanent, right? Yeah, they took no that away. Chips. They took that away. 
So now it's like what levels to it is what like yeah it's kind of like the same levels that they had before except for you just not getting the blanket permanent so you try out the new stuff that they that they have um, and then if it don't work you could go up a class uh, then if that don't work I, I think it's still another class you could go up but you could never you just always got to get it like relooked at you can never have like you know I left one command w- to another command with the same sign shit like hey you know what's up I, I'm good I got a beard. You know what I'm saying? You can never have that anymore. So you got to shave. You got to get reevaluated and looked at. Is it a certain time frame for it? Like, I'd say you, you you shave, you use the cream, right? Or whatever they got, whatever they use. Use the cream. Is it a certain, like, 30 days you go back and get looked at? Six days you go back and get looked at? Or it's just... Yeah, it's different time periods per class. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So the longer you, you know, the uh, higher up your class, the longer you got as far as when you could get a beard, I mean, uh, when you got to get relooked at and, and and whatnot. So what I did, you know, cause then I wanted a no shave shit on deployment, like kind of like a morale, no shave shit, but I couldn't get a no shave shit on deployment. Cause I had the no shave thing there. And then it's like, all right, so I can't shave because, uh, well, I have to shave now cause the medical thing, but then I can't get a no shave shit. Cause I have the medical thing. So I just pretty much dropped from the program. So I'm not in any kind of category at all. I have to shave, you know? So that's kind of another thing too. I'm not in the class A, nothing. Mm. I got to shave now. So that's, that's why I'm always clean shaving. Yeah. Well, Hey, for everybody there that's listening to this and we talking about beers right now, man, send us some questions, send us something, what you think we want. We want to know what you guys think about, about the beard, you know, because I know for a fact, it's a big deal in the military. It's a big deal in the Navy. So whatever you guys got out there, whatever you guys want to talk about when it comes to these beers, please, please uh, hit us up and let us know. Yeah, I do. But I do want to talk about, like, I had a a commander at one of my commands, a short duty command. And he was a, he was an old old head, like an old black dude from Chicago. And he he uh, he told me, I was getting ready for a sell of the quarter board. And he told me, he was like, hey, you know, you can't... Uh, He's like, it ain't a good look to have a beard, you know, going into a, a cell at a quarter boy, you need to shave. And I had a no shave chit. You know, he's one of my favorite. He's one of the, my favorite people I ever met, you know, uh, no matter if he was cussing my ass out or, you know, if he was, you know, taking care of us. But he's like, yeah, you know, it ain't a good look. And I ain't really understand that. If I got no shave chit, I got no shave chit. Let's go. Give me that SOQ, man. Mm-hmm. You know, but um. I think I shaved though. I think I shaved for the before I went to the uh, board or whatever like that. But again, good guy, man, Commander Yarber. That's good stuff, man. Um, so you always, yeah, man, going into these boards and doing things like that, man. I'm not, I'm not surprised they want you to, but you got a chit, you got a chit, man. Yeah, I don't see you know what, what I don't see. I mean, it's a reason. It's a medical reason. It's not like crazy. When I, it's crazy when I got my chip, I was with my boy, is um, Tony D, right? So. uh I'm black, he's white, you know? And he's like, hey, man, he's like, the fight fix, man. He's like, you know, we when we leave out of here, you gonna have a chit, and, you know, I'm not. <laughs> and his PCB was worse than mine. His PCB was worse than mine, you know? So we we both go, we sitting down, we sitting down. It's like you ever, like, you ever try out for, like, a basketball team and you waiting for the results to come out? Like, you know, if you made varsity yeah, or you yeah, JV. Yeah, yeah, ready to post it. Yeah, so we sitting down. So we go, we both get looked at. We just talk and we tell him, he's like, yo, they gonna hit you, they gonna hit you. So they called me in. You know, I came out looking like, 
Charlie from from the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, <laughs> Willie Walker. So I got it. I'm good. I got my no shave chair. I'm good. We out. And I was like, I'm gonna wait for you, man. We gonna see. And I kept telling him because his 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 was worse than mine. So I'm like, Yo, you are gonna be good. So I kept telling him, Yo, you gonna be good. You gonna be good. He's like, I don't know, man. So he walked in, man. He came out with the sad face, man. Yo. <laughs> and we was both going for permanence, man. He came out with the sad face, man. He's like, I told you, man. Like, it's, it, they so kind of racist, say, man. Oh, man. They didn't give they him was those biased, man. Yet. Against him, man. That's messed up, man. Yeah, they was Golly. biased against him, man. You know, that ain't the first time I heard that, though. But, yeah. That's crazy, man. I'm not. Uh, that's crazy, man. So what they do? Give him some cream. Give him some. Um, yeah, they put him on like a class A. So oh, he's like, man. Yeah, I got shaved. His PCB kept getting worse, man. Dang, <laughs> my man neck was looking like popcorn, man. Oh my goodness, <laughs> man. His PCB just kept getting worse, man. Meanwhile, I got the beard. You know, I'm doing my thing now, man. It's a whole different swag when you could go out with the beard, man. I hear you. I'm here to tell you, man. That's crazy, man. That's a whole different out and tell swag, too, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know, man. I know, man. So what else we got on beers, man? Anything else? Them beers, man. I, I don't even want to. No. I never. I never been. I guess another reason too, man. I never been able to like like to grow a real, you know, nice looking ass beer. That's probably another reason why I'm hating on beers too. Yeah. You know, man. I never had a had a had one to grow grow in nicely. Well, a lot of people don't connect on the on the on the side. It looks like yours yeah. connect on it the do, side. It do. It do. It connects on the side. It, don't, it just it. look like it take a long time for yours to connect from the roof to the yeah to the floor. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I would need my ninety days, man. <laughs> gotta get that. Gotta I'm probably get some cream day. or something. Yeah, man. I'm gonna need my ninety days. Yeah, you gotta man. have to get that cream yeah. going, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Don't worry, when I retire, I'm gonna work on it. For real, you gonna push it out? Oh yeah, oh most definitely gonna push it out, man. Most definitely. Can't so, wait. So you won't be like a bona fide bear hater no more when you retire. Yeah, no, 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 man. When I retire, I'm gonna let that, I'm gonna let it go. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm let it go, man. Yeah, man. So I mean it's been and then, you know, a while ago, um, you know, we had different things about bears too, and uh people was talking about like uh the 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 rabbit navy are like more like you know just like kind of like kitty instructions that don't really matter um so the navy been through in the what 200 what 45 years that we you know we've been the navy the navy been through a whole bunch of changes depending on which cnos we had which admirals we had and so it's always a good thing and it's definitely a good thing to see us change with the times yeah i think it's going to happen though man like not, not it may not happen in my in my time in the Navy, but I most definitely think um, it's going to happen when it comes to beers because a um, couple things. One, um, when you go to, to the to the hair, right? You see things that start changing with mm-hmm. with, with, with hair. Um, if, if it's male or female, start to change. So over time, and then I feel like when you want to come in and you want to make a difference or you want to make changes, I think that's one of the things that you can do to make small changes um, when you when the new CNO become, you know, the new MacPunk can, can help with that policy or whatever the case may be. So I think it's, it's going to happen. Um, but they kind of got us with the with the if they don't do another safety um, thing with the with the beard and, the, you know, um, the the mask, the gas mask or whatever, they have to do another one of those because you don't want nothing out there saying people dying because of anything. They're not going to make no changes. You saying somebody dying because of something. Yeah. So. Well, how, um, how do they test that though? 
It's a way I know when we do gas masks, we go in the hood, they put stuff on our face or whatever, and it can tell if you're losing pressure from around from around your seal. Okay. So I'm assuming they're gonna do something similar to that, um, to that effect. Yeah, I would think you had to see if somebody actually died in order to really know. Well, I'm gonna say no to it because they got they got um chemicals out there that we know that can kill people right okay so if they if you're gas if you're in that type of yeah if you're in that type of environment say you in one of the spaces and it burnt down or whatever now it's giving off those type of fumes and Mm -hmm. you go down there and your gas mask leak that we know that chemical can kill you yeah well i mean we do need to make some kind of strides if we can't have bears we just can't have bears that's you know that's just something that at least you know we could just make it so you could grow it out on leave because right now you can't really if you if you can't have a bear you can't have a bear that's true so i mean as long if if we do it to where you could at least grow it out on liberty grow it out on leave you know that's probably better because uh we've been opening up a lot when it comes to like women's uh hair yeah yeah man yeah i don't don't know um we want to dive into the to the women hair but yeah you're right man It's, it's it's a lot there yeah, full it's a lot of changes, man. A lot of changes. Full locks. Man. It's yeah. a lot of stuff, man. Yeah, you can let it go now. Man. You can have a nice little ponytail now. Yeah, yeah. I still can't. <laughs> I still can't have a beard, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, I mean, I, I'm happy that you know the women get to uh, express themselves a lot more yeah. when it comes to like yeah. different type of hairstyles, especially like it helps out a lot of the, like African American uh, women, a lot of black women, are, like because they could do more now and they could yeah. put locks in their hair. Um, it's ways that you could have like uh, buns. It's ways you could have ponytails. It's a lot of stuff that if you got like the curly kind of texture, it's a lot. It's not much I could say about women's hair or hair in general because I'm bald. But those things, <laughs> you know, are good. They're good things, man. Yeah, man. I most definitely think those are positive things when those when when all that stuff came out, man. A lot of people were looking forward to it and. And it comes from, um, I think, from uh, surveys and and um, things like that that was coming out that where was they, making it to... They, where they do those at, man? I ain't never seen a survey yet, man. Yeah. Like, where them surveys have You I ever did a know. survey? I never did a survey on it, but where I'm assuming, at, I'm assuming they, they have to have a survey <laughs> or something come out and somebody complaining about it from somewhere. Where was the circadian angle. rhythm survey at? That's the know, survey. Like, where was the circadian <laughs> rhythm survey at? Boy, how come y'all ain't find me? Somebody who's standing to watch. Yeah, I come here like who, who took it? Was it like a shore duty command? Like who took the circadian rhythm survey? I'ma tell you who took it, boy. They start thinking about that circadian when them, them ships start running into each other. And what was the period of time that we tested the circadian rhythm survey out? Was right, it we most definitely was it tested. a month long? Was it two months? Was it a hey. extended underway because of COVID? Like. Yeah, them, them jokers, they I guess they were like, well, they weren't getting enough sleep. They weren't getting enough something. And all of a sudden, okay. Have you gotten more sleep with circadian? Oh, man. I I, I know you. I know that, you know, you was off the watch yeah, bill yeah, and all that. We got yeah, that part. But but um, I think it's possible, man. I think it's, it's it depends on what you got going on, too, though, mm-hmm. man. Like, if you... If you had that, say you stand three and you off nine, but guess what, man? I mean, you finna go hit your rack for nine. You got a whole work day to do. What if you got the six to nine? Six to nine sucks. <laughs> what if you got the six to nine, man? You ain't finna get none of that sleep in, man. <laughs> what can you do with the six to nine? <laughs> Nothing. So what we're doing quarters at nine, right? So you, you don't watch from six to nine, and then you work, right? You work right after you get off watch, right? You work. So then you got like lunch. What's that? Like eleven? What's that? Eleven thirty to twelve thirty? Yeah. So you got lunch to what? To do what? To work out? 
or whatever. All right, so then you get off, you get off uh, lunch, or you, whatever you're doing at lunch, if you're working out, if you eat, whatever you got to do, it's a choice you got to make, though. I can either work out, I can eat what I'm doing. Yeah. So then you got from lunch to what, 1500 like uh and then most people not like we might not stop working at 1500 you still might have something you gotta do let's say you might be working to like 1700 so then you right back on on um watch at 1800 what 1745 1730 for us that like relieving people early so you 1730 1745 you right back on watch till 2100 what you doing after 2100 the gym closed at 2200 <laughs> <laughs> you can't even work out. That's the worst watch, oh, man. man. But again, we talking about our ship. Yeah, yeah, our ship. I mean? yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm, it could be a little bit different somewhere else. Um, but regardless, those can suck. But um, that six to nine trash. That man. six to nine is, is bad. I, I think, though, somebody has to do it, though, right? Somebody has to do that six to nine. It has to happen. Yeah. But, and I think if you want to make it somewhat okay, at least do it by the week, though. Every week is going to change. Yeah. You know, you find out, find out how you're going to dog it. You know, on Sunday or whatever, then the next person's gonna have it. But if you keep that one, and then you talking about doing COVID time frame, we on the way forty straight days. It's crazy, man. Come on, man. Forty I, straight days of the sixty nine. Yeah, it was somebody who it was somebody who uh, who I could tell they was like just like kind of like sinking in themselves, man. Like I'm like, yo, like this dude just seeming more and more like upset and depressed whenever I talk to him. He on edge. Then the watch bill changed. I saw he had the nine or twelve. So I'm like, man, you seem a little, you know, and I ain't know. I was like, you seem a little different. He's like, yeah, bro, I got them nine to twelve, man. So, I, so I was like, oh, you was on six to nines, you know. He was like, yeah. I was like, oh, cause man, I was kind of like judging you a little bit, but now I know you you was on them six to nines. I get it, like yeah, I get it, man. man. Them six to nines are. Uh, when I was on six to nines, it was crazy. I remember asking somebody like, hey, you know, give me a wake up, give me a wake up. Uh, before I watch Because I'm going to be tired Because I w- worked all day Yesterday I worked all day today uh, It was the 1800 And they gave me No matter of fact It was the 06 And they gave me the wake up Like like 20 minutes early I'm like Yo don't ever come to my rack 20 minutes early <laughs> 20 minutes come Give me time on, I was like, Even though I asked for the wake up I was like man Give me time to be late man You here 20 minutes early I need this 10 minutes I thought these guys we get, we, We're trained To put that on In less than 3 minutes <laughs> All I need is this 10 minutes man, man 20 minutes Come on You gotta know How, how much 20, That 20 minutes Is a rip man that's, that's a long time man Shit Yeah so 6 to 9 Is definitely the worst watch Alright man So we off the beards Talking about schedule, things like that, man. So, one other thing that just happened, man. Like we we hit this this um two hundred forty five years, man. Yeah, yeah, two forty five, man. Two hundred forty five years, man. Navy, man. What's going on, man? What you what you think? What 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 you think about the biggest thing that you can think of that didn't happen in two hundred and forty five years of being of the Navy? I think black people coming on board ships. I think black people coming on board ships was probably black people being introduced to the Navy was probably the the most important thing to me to happen. And a lot in a lot of ways, you know, especially I mean it means a lot with me being black. But uh just m- making us the military to represent the country that we s- should be. You know what I'm saying? And that's not going to happen without diversity and and i see where we are now and i see us and then it, it helped a lot too for like i know like me growing up where i grew up growing up how i grew up the military really helped you know in that community that i came from 
it could have been like kind of like a lost cause type situation. No, I could have kind of fell into some of the wrong hands. I fell into the wrong place. But the military helped. The VA loans, the college. I took advantage of VA loan. I took advantage of college. I took advantage of like the TA, tuition assistance, a lot of programs. So us being introduced into the Navy, and I, I read, I was telling you before, like I read a whole, you know, thing about the introduction of us and just what people was telling, you know, kind of like uh, the people that was on board before the black people showed up. Like, hey, don't ask them to dance, you know, this, that, that. But uh, that's the most, and you know, of course, when we first came in, we might not have had the technical jobs that we able to have now. And I still feel like it's we have ways to go when it comes to like some of the higher positions in the military, like some of the highest uh, positions for officers and stuff. Like I still think we got strides to make as oh, yeah. you know as oh, black yeah. people. But 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 me being a black man, uh, on on top of well on the side of the women being able to be in the military, have jobs, and do the same stuff that we can do, uh, black people being able to be in the military outside of just being able to fight. And being able to have jobs like be electricians, be damage controlmen, and stuff like that, I think that's the and for me, that's the most proud uh, achievement that I have for what we've done in the military. Yeah, well, I'm kind of the same way, man. Like just being from where I came in my background and coming into the military, man. Like this, this personal for me when they say 245 days, it's kind of personal because I know where I came from. I know where I could have been um, at that time, and me coming in the navy, I felt like it it suited me man it's like it like what i wanted to do and how i carry myself when it comes to uh effort and motivation that's something i'm built on ever since i was a little kid i always try to you know run the fastest if i could i try to lift the most weights if i could so i was always motivated to do stuff and then when i come in the navy then they give me a job that i can use my motivation and effort and excel um at my job and I think that's what the Navy has done for me. Not about 245 years, pretty much just what the Navy has done for me personally um, and my family and and the things that I got, you know, um, that's what the Navy means to me. Um, And I'm sure it means a lot to a lot of people in a lot of different ways. But, man, I couldn't tell you where I where I would probably be at right now if I didn't join the Navy five days out of high school, right? I couldn't tell you like where I would be at right now, what I'd be doing. So, um, big shots out, man. 245 years. Navy, what's good? 245 years, man. Yeah, man. I tell you, man. Five days fresh? Oh, yeah, man. I was gone, man. How old were you? I was 18. It was me me and a couple more cats, man. Big shots out to Miles. Big shots out to Big Mike, man. Yeah, man, we came in together, man. Mm-hmm. Three three of us came in, man. Um, came in, and we kind of, you know, got there, went through boot camp, did all that stuff, and kind of like went our separate ways a little bit. But all of us, man, everybody, all three of us, kind of excelled, man, and did good in the Navy, man. Um, for as I know, I know uh, Miles got out, and I know Big Mike, man. We we met him not too long ago, man. I know, yeah, Mike, uh, he's still in, man. Cool cat, man. Big shot side, man. Holla at your boy, man. Yeah. So when you went to boot camp, did you was it was it women in your uh your barracks or uh in your division? Wasn't none in mine. Uh-huh. But it's some division did have women in it, but mine did not. So were you on delayed entry? Yes. All right. So you went to MEPS, right? I guess before yeah. the, the for them. Did you yep. meet any women like at MEPS? No. For real? That's no. crazy cuz I remember I remember being at MEPS and like it was like the day before, you know, we we left to go to Chicago and it was this uh, 
this young woman I met, uh, and you know, we you know, we start kind of flirting with each other, we're just feeling each other a little bit. And I'm like, yo, you know, whenever we kind of get there, I'm gonna find you and I'm gonna holler at you, you know what I'm saying? And then when we, when we got there, <laughs> it didn't work out like that, huh? It ain't that, it just ain't work out like that. It's just like the way they do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, they the first like night they cut my hair and I knew my hair was hanging on by like a strand anyway right <laughs> so I knew like the whole swag like the whole vibe that I had was like different because soon as they cut it I knew like all right this front part like this whole centimeter up front is not coming back right that's over for that so <laughs> they so they cut me right but I'm, I'm like I'm thinking I took like the worst of you know the worst of the beat down Till I saw her, yo. <laughs> Till I saw what they did to her, man. <laughs> and then they gave her like the basic blue, like one piece uh, swimsuit or whatever. So we ran into each other at the at the pool because we oh, both <laughs> not the pool. <laughs> yeah, because we both had uh, we both had the. Um, we couldn't swim, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so we, yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't know you gonna we, go there, we, but yeah, both, yeah, I know. I know we both like, had remedial, so so yeah. you know. And, and she saw, so she's like, "Hey, hey, what's up?" You know, I'm like, "Yeah, what's up, man? How you? What's up? How you man? And I'm <laughs> looking at her, you know, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like, Shit, they got you. <laughs> what happened to you, man? Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man. And it's crazy though, like, all right, because it's when we got to A school, she was hurricane and and she had no time for me. Then I'm like, "Yeah, you know what happened? Like, what happened?" <laughs> And then she asked me, I was like, you know, I'm young too. I was a young boy at that time. And I'm like, man, they just, like, just the way they had you looking, like, it, was, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the same, man. Oh, <laughs> a man. school really brought it out because the girls, they've they been waiting. It was like nine weeks, six weeks, nine weeks. Like, yeah. the girls been waiting nine weeks to, like, look good again. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So man. you start seeing them at A school, like, oh, you, you know, but then you, you know, you always had to deal with the fleet returnees, too. <laughs> fleet returnees was the worst, man. Them boys, the only boys. Two, 245 years of fleet returnees. Oh, my God. <laughs> goodness boy them boys be be hunting boy always said if i could pick a job in the navy if fleet returnee was a job <laughs> i would have that of course before you know before marriage yeah yeah fleet returnees bad. don't gotta hunt man them boys, yeah just be there you just know what's going on that's all you gotta know man it's like hey you got east wasp pen you know what i'm saying you want me to tell oh, you yeah. something about spy oh yeah you got the east wasp they had you barracks could. rooms cars uh-huh so asking questions i heard a story from uh it was actually one of your guys uh th this dude wasn't a fleet returning he was an instructor he said that <laughs> he said you know you if in, at great lakes you can't mess with the junior sellers that's mm -hmm. going through you know boot, boot camp. camp and stuff yeah. but he said this dude was like this this fem this uh this guy was like sneaking uh this girl out to his like apartment you know, and I, th I guess one day, like, she stayed out for, like, too late. So he had to drive into work with her. And I guess they pulled over before they got to the base. And he put her in the trunk. Oh, my <laughs> goodness, boy. They put going it, in, put boy. put her in the trunk. And he got caught. They went in the trunk? He put her, he put her in the trunk and he got caught, man. Well, she she went in the trunk. Let me say that. And he, he got caught. And he got in trouble. He went to mass, of course. That's, that's, that's out. You know, think about that for a second, man. Like we in the military, we we come in the base, man. Back in Mississippi, where I'm from, I don't care what's going on. Ain't no way the female finna get in the trunk, man. <laughs> yeah, you but just when you in the ride in with her. Yeah, <laughs> you, 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 
you just got to deal with it, man. Yeah. You just finna just finna take it on the chin, you know. But man, both of them in the navy, <laughs> she probably volunteered. Yeah, put yeah. Me put me in the put me in the trunk. You know? It's crazy, man. I don't know how he got caught, but he got caught. They might. I don't know if they did like a random on him or something, yeah. but he got caught, man. Yeah, them randoms will get you sometimes too, man. <laughs> I mean, I did, I did base security, man, and, and we 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 caught one guy had like um, came on base, and 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 I did this in, in in Texas, man, in Kingsville, and um, this guy came on base, and so people can come on base. They 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 wasn't military. Everybody wasn't military, but this dude had like six six roaches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's and it's ashtray, but they wasn't. It was like like we. I'm saying they roaches, man. Them things was about an inch long, man. You right, right, right. So yeah, so, man, we had to do it. Like, we had to call in like investigators out and everything, man. Took his base privileges and all type of stuff, man, from him. Can yeah, you call. can you explain what a roach is for the people that don't know what a roach is? Well, yeah, man, a roach is like you know when that when that joint is probably pretty much all the way gone, got an inch left of it or whatever. You throw like the little little bit the little bit you got left, like the butt of it or whatever you've been smoking on. You throw it away or whatever. But yeah, man, can kinda, you explain what a joint is for the people that don't know what a joint is? Like. <laughs> Yeah, you messing with me, man. So a joint is just a rolled up, just a rolled up cigarette. Mm. But you got, but you got your your your, your marijuana in it. Mm. Yeah, man. So yeah, we had to get the man. We was getting them over there, man. People had used to have knives and stuff coming on base, and we used to do randoms all the time. So we was doing it like, say, one day we were doing like one every thirty people come through the gate. Yeah. Or you would do one every whatever, whatever the number is that day. And man, you'd be surprised on the stuff people try. They didn't come on base with. Can you explain whatever? <laughs> no, I'll just fucking. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So this dude got in trouble. Uh, he probably got the worst punishment that you could get because he was uh, he was working over there, an instructor or whatever like that. And that's that's big. They always, you know, they got like the slogans. Um, I never thought this was a good one, but it, you know, don't fuck the help or whatever. I never thought that was a good slogan, but that's. Yeah. That's what that's what people say because these I mean these people are not really help like I mean in any sense we would be the help like we we kind of teaching them so they can know what's going on and they could do what they supposed to do when they get get to their first ship yeah it's one of the things we taking advantage of it man I, I yeah I'm not a big fan of the phrase but at the same time you got all this wealth of knowledge and you can use that wealth of knowledge to your advantage um and use it you know to help you or persuade or whatever the case may be and 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 to get what you want and i feel i, I really do feel like you can do that yeah you know, but if you wanted to so what about the we so we used to call these dudes the whack right on my first ship right it's a group of dudes um and they were pretty much kind of like indoctrinate you know the newest female, uh woman seller that came on board right so we all we called them the whack the welcome aboard committee Right. So they be they be they be in a line at breakfast. They be in a line with her at lunch. You know, you might catch one of them giving her the exclusive East Watch training that, you know, that the real, real, real close, you know, East Watch training that nobody else got. And then eventually somebody, one of these guys, and and, and I saw I recently saw it on Facebook. One of your guys. Mm. <laughs> I looked at a picture and in every picture is the guy that won her. And then in the back is the the friend that one or two, you know what I'm saying? That's gonna try to move in. But um, eventually you might get a relationship out of this, right? So then you might have what we, what we call a boat boo, 
right? A boat boo. Yeah, so you might have a boat boo, right? So first, have you ever had a boat boo? I'm gonna tell you, man. Um, let me think. That's I don't know. I don't. Thought, I don't. Man. I don't. I don't consider myself that, that, having that pause a, was almost as if yeah, like, like, I had to think. One. Like, I know. I no, like, I had to think hard because of the fact that I've been in so long. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I had to think a little bit, man. You know what I mean? But I don't necessarily um, having a relationship. Have mm. I been with a female on the ship mm. before? Yes. But it wasn't like a, a of us being on the ship. It just like we went out to to some spot or whatever, and it just happened. It ain't us like being in the corner. Like when I look at a boat, boo, I'm talking about man. Here I go in every corner of the ship. Yeah, y'all, you in, know, y'all in line together, yeah, in the line eating, doing all this type of stuff, and and and, and just together. Like that's why I look at it as a boat, boo. Um, so I'm gonna say no, man. I don't think I I was in type, no type of relationship like that. I'm on board the ship. No, mm. okay. And, and then at that time, I, I felt a certain type of way. It's this permission to speak freely, right? Yes, it is. So um, I felt a certain type of way with um, dating sailors. Right. You know, so that was another 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 reason for me, though, you know, because I, I wasn't feeling that when it came to, man, I, I from what I was seeing, though. I was seeing these 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 guys date these girls and the conversation the guys are having behind the girls back and the conversation the girls was having behind the guys back and I was like, man, I don't want to be a part of nothing like that. So I never was 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 that guy that's trying to date. Uh, when I say date, I'm talking about like we in some kind of relationship type deal. You know what I mean? I never uh, uh, wanted to be part of nothing like that. Yeah. How about you, man? So it's it's complicated too, man. So I never had a a girlfriend. Well, yeah, I never had a girlfriend in the Navy. Uh, I had a like a a thing that I associates. Well, I mean, (laughs) I had something that I thought was a cool thing. It was a really good idea in in a school. Um, And that's not down. That's not the downplay the woman but it's just for both of us it was a good thing and then we i left a school so you know that that was that and uh it you know it never really got to be anything more than that and then on my first ship i was fooling around you know you know you fool around you kind of you kind of got things you're doing and moves you making that you probably just want to kind of keep on a low it's not really you know frat but it was just fooling around on some crazy stuff mm-hmm. uh and you know we did that for about a year and then cut it off then we probably started back up because it's five years like it's like you live a whole lifetime on that ship and then when i went to shore duty i went into like a darker stage of messing around with navy girls and i had another girl that i was kind of talking to for a little bit but never like a boat bull. It was just more like kind of keeping it cool because I had the same thing. I, I always thought it was a bad look, you know, to get into a relationship with another seller. And yeah. for a lot of reasons. Right. It didn't look good. And then the other reason was that we, you know, when we were younger and you start thinking, it's like, man, like all these girls got issues. That's what I was thinking as a younger guy. Of course, that's, you know, not true now. But as a younger dude, it's like, man, they all got issues, you know. And then it's like a lot of stuff get brought to the forefront. So I remember we had a pie in the face. I ever told you about the pie in the face? Stuff? What happened with the pie in the face? Man? So we had a pie in the face. Right. And um, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on shore duty. I, I, you know, I'm talking to this girl pie in the face. And um, I might be confirming some stuff that people was asking about sometimes before, right? But we do this pie in the face thing, right? And the girl I'm talking to, 
she paid for a pie, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I never, nobody ever thought to throw pie in my face, man. You know what I'm saying? That just wasn't one of them things that I thought was going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you're not going to bid to throw pie in my face. So she got the pie and who face was it that she was going to put it in? Mm. Mine. Mm. So she called me up there. Then they had like mustard. They It wasn't like, you know, they was jacking the pies. So they had like mustard and all types of stuff underneath the yeah, whipped crazy cream. Shit in there. Yeah. So, you know, she called me up and I'm looking at her. I'm like, yo, what you doing? Like the whole command here, they asking us. Like, this is like, it's already people, you know, like Suspect. what's going on? You know what like, wow, suspicious? like, why are you doing this? And then like, poop. Like she just, <laughs> <laughs> she just slapped me with the pie, oh, man. Oh my goodness. She buddy. slapped me with the pie. And then like stuff just you know, it's just, it goes out. Like, it's public. You know, people, it confirmed things. You know, I had, like, one of my senior chiefs was asking about it, I think, before. Like, yo, does he mess around with her and stuff like that? And it, it was close to home, too. And a lot of mistakes get made in that in that regard. So, but after, and then after that, I just told myself, I was like, never again. You know what I'm saying? I can't do this. Like, this is not the way to go. You know, and yeah. it was my second, like, bad experience with, like, trying to do anything, you know, Navy, Navy. So it, it, uh, I couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, man. I, and now to the effect of have I seen, you know, and, and then I say this, man, uh, the, the 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 boat boot thing, you know, it's good for some sailors, man. Some sailors get a kick out of it. Some sailors do whatever. It just wasn't a good look um, when you came to boat boot. And I see people. You know, in corners, and I see him like, like you can't even do your job. No yeah, more. yeah, yeah. That's when that's it's when crazy. it get bad, though. You know, what I mean, if you want to have a relationship on the ship, it's fine. You know, and nobody got no issues as long as you, you know, within the policy or whatever the case may be. But man, like sometimes, like everywhere you see one, you see the other. Yeah, like y'all deeply. Yeah, y'all, like, like love, oh like, my goodness, can they do their job, please? Star-crossed lovers, you man. know, like. And then it's right, but then, so the other problem I got with the boat booze is, is the fact of when people start finding out you guys are boat booze. Yeah. So once you find out, okay, they boat booze right now, we see them everywhere together. Now, you know, they see you everywhere together and you don't do nothing about it. Yeah. Like, why are you not toning it down? Yeah. No toning down, no nothing. Everybody talking crap about you. Everywhere they see you still, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. And I think that's what my mind was on. I think my mind was on toning it down. But I think that's a young thing too, man. Yeah. You know, I think that's a young thing. I think, because, I mean, I'm doing, I'm, I be trying to do so much stuff to, like, not see my wife every minute of the day. You know what I'm saying? Just because as adults, you sometimes need that, you know, time to work on yourself still. You work on yourself. Yeah. You work on each other. A lot of times when you don't have that time to work on yourself, it's not much to build on a deployment. Like, what y'all building? You know what I'm saying? Then what yeah. y'all doing? Yeah, where, where y'all sneaking off to? And that's what everybody thinks about, everybody, <laughs> and everybody know it, man. So, yeah, it could be. I mean, you you could be right, man. I could be a, a young. You was on a big. You was on a big ship, though, right? Big deck, right? Oh man. So being on a big deck, I know you had some of those situations where you know somebody had a boat boo, and then they came home from deployment. Well, no, I tell you what, man. I never 
believe it or not, man, I never experienced anything like that, man. I have experienced well, they got boat boobs, they come home, but I never experienced the fact of something came out about it though. Oh, for real? You know, I never seen nothing got crazy or somebody was showed up on a pier or somebody like whatever the case may be. I have never like actual seen that stories now. I have heard stories about this and that, but I never actually physically like seen, okay, we pull in and somebody coming up to the on the brow for them for to do something. You know what I mean? I ain't never seen nothing like that. Have you seen something like that? Nah, man. But well something like that happened on a Ike a while back, right? On a uh, oh, Christmas party, right? Man, yeah, <laughs> I heard about that, man. I heard they set it off at the <laughs> party, man. We got got crazy out there, man. Was that a was that a chief? Whoa. Senior chief or something, right? That was like Oh a yeah. Khaki. It was a khaki, <laughs> man. It was a khaki. I don't know all the details about it though, but yeah, man, I yeah, that was a big deal, man. That was the Navy Times, wasn't it? Yeah, that was big. The video was out. Video was out, yeah. man. They was acting a fool out there, boy. One of my boys was uh, was out, like stationed there, so he oh. was he was sending me like the exclusive uh, oh footage videos. Matter of fact, it, it was during our Christmas party. He sent me that stuff. I think we had a Christmas party that. And he was said to be the footage, like, yo, I'm here. This like live from like my feed. You know oh, what I'm saying? It's like happening. Like, I was like, yo, that's crazy, man. But that's where like that's where you get caught up at. Like places like and that that ain't the first uh yeah, first time man. I saw yeah. a khaki with a junior seller either. You know? That ain't the first time. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but that that wasn't the first oh, no. time oh, that no. I saw no. a khaki in a relationship. Are doing anything, taking advantage of that power with like a junior seller? Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, um, and I think that's that goes back though to the to a, being a senior sailor and taking advantage. I think that's what the Navy look at it as also. It's taking advantage of your power, man. Like, yeah. okay, they may not work directly for you, but I probably have seen them work directly for you though. Yeah, uh, but uh, still though, you being a senior person like that, you can take advantage, and I feel like sometimes. It happens, and and you know better though. Like, and right. then, and then, the biggest thing about it is, man. Like, you can get called on it, and you still don't stop. You still doing the same thing, man, over and over. You don't tone that down. Like, like it seems like we put blinders on, or people can put blinders on and say, "I don't care what nobody say. Yeah, I don't care what happens. I don't care what. What you mean you don't care?" Yeah. You the one putting these policies out, man. Yeah, that's the hardest. That's yeah. one of the hardest thing being a being a khaki putting policies out and knowing you're not following them. Yeah, I and mean, then you still got to put them out like every, you know, every week. I try my best to first. I try my best to follow most of the policies or all of the policies. Yeah, and then the ones that I that I know some reality that you know we might have to incorporate into like how we judge. I try my best to incorporate reality into how I assess the situation. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you get a lot of people that tell sellers like, "Hey, you know, you can't drink and drive," and they and they drink and drive. Are they've drank and you know yeah. and driven a, and driven a car before? So yeah. I always get that. I always get that from my dad. You know, my dad always told me like, you know, he can't really judge or he couldn't really judge some of the mistakes we make. You know, growing up because he made those same mistakes even worse. You know, he'd be yeah. like, "Man, I can't like." Okay, you know I did worse than that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like how how can you? So youth is youth. <laughs> yeah, youth is youth. I, you know? I, I tell you one thing, man. That that's to me like with the with the, doing certain things. Like for example, you you said about drinking and driving, um, which I have in my I was younger. I've done the same thing before right. too. Yeah. Um, 
but I do think times are different though. When back when I when I did it though, I feel like it was not saying I was wrong or right, but I think it's so many more ways yeah, I mean, you can you Uber, Uber you got so many different yeah. things that you can do uh, now to make it easier. Um, it's no for, reason to drink and drive now. Yeah, no reason for it at not, all. Not not zero one. zero. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's that that's a big a big deal in the Navy, man, and we see. Um, Every time you turn on on uh, every time you open up or get online or look at anything in Navy times, man, like like sailors, not just enlisted, man, officers, senior officers too, that are that are going down, man, that um on ships for having boat booze, man. Yeah, yeah, I had uh uh, uh one of the more senior kind of enlisted people that I worked for had a situation like that before that really affected the careers of everybody that was involved. And that's the thing, man. Like it's so many careers. We had a, we had a case on my first ship, like 20 people, man, yeah. like 20 people went down. Cause two people got caught. So when the two people got caught, they told on like two other people, those two other people told on two other people. It's like, you know, when you first read a chapter in the Bible and it's like this person, we got this person and this person, yeah. we got this person. That's how it worked. Like these two people, but got these two people, and then they got these two people, and all of them got got. Like they all, some people lost their ranks, some people left the command, some people left the navy. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it was a crazy situation, and I think it stemmed from just two cases. Like two people got caught actually having sex, and then two other people got found out that they was in a relationship, mm. and it, it and it it got crazy, man. And you know when you got your situation going on on the ship, you nervous. They start calling oh, the names. Man. They was Air. calling the names, man. Everything, they calling man. the names. I'm like, yo, they gonna call me soon. Everybody my- was talking. Like we like all talking to each other. Like, yo, you think they gonna call you? And I, I, I tell, <laughs> I tell you what, man. One other thing about those, um, about the boat booze and all that stuff, and you senior whatever, man. Those COs be wanting to make an example at you, man. Yeah. They'll do an open mass on you, man. Put you out there. So they, they try to make the example because they know that's one of the biggest things that can ruin a ship or or divide a ship is things like that, man. So yeah. they most definitely try to make an example. And it's crazy because COs do it too. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You know, we, facts, we recently man. had that CO that, you know, he was sending messages back and forth with, with one of the sellers. And then they get put on the cover of Navy Times. Mm-hmm. It ain't really no... Yeah, yeah, they could put on a cover. I, I was reading Navy Times. It was a C on the cover. And then I was reading inside the spread, and Chiefs was like stealing from the exchange, man. What type of shit is that? Chiefs doing? was stealing from the exchange, man. Yeah, you, you ain't see that? Uh, uh, man, I ain't see that. Chiefs stealing from the exchange. What they was stealing? Man. What they stealing? Like glasses, watches, like just weird stuff, man. Stealing from the Navy Exchange, Chiefs. Imagine going back to your division and they know that. You can't. You can't. You got to. You got to go somewhere else, man, or get out. You can't go back to your division no more. You can't tell me nothing, man. You can't That's tell. Crazy, you man. can't tell me nothing no more. You at the exchange stealing, man. What can you go? What you gonna teach me, man? Yeah, like why are you stealing? That's crazy, man. I'm gonna start reading the Navy Times a little bit more. Yeah, it got it got all that. You know, <laughs> uh, it ain't. It's of course it don't. You know, it's no like ah oh, these are the boat bulls or whatever. But we we know. And then just to all the boat booze out there, we know. 
You know, we know <laughs> it ain't a secret. When man. you posted up in that corner, man, we know. And that's a crazy thing. When I was in my situation, I thought it was like I thought nobody knew. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm you know chilling. Uh, you know, and then um something happened. Like you know, somebody else got in trouble, and my chief was like, "Yo, all this stuff y'all think well, no, um, we know it, man." Yeah. You know, and I'm 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 looking at uh, I was looking at um, her her chain of command, and they all knew that. I was like, yo, you know, we, we like why are you acting like so weird? Like we all know, you know, <laughs> and that kind of that that remind me of uh, I crashed my um my aunt's car before, right? I like I hit her car with the van. She had like an old Mercedes. I hit it with the van at at the house, and like went on and ordered the parts and everything like that but then i went on as if i didn't crash it now i'm at her house she was in the navy too lieutenant commander retired right i'm at her house crashed her car in her garage and then act like never told her like as if it never happened and it's gonna take like a week and a half to get the parts i'm installing myself and fix them all my uncle man he came and talked to me one day we was talking about something else he's like hey uh you know did you crash your aunt's car Domo? and i'm like <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you, like you knew. <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, it's right outside in the garage. <laughs> like, like, like uh, we know. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. And he was like, he was like, he's like, you know, you gotta tell her, right, man? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you know. And I was super scared. I don't know what was so scary about her uh, back then, but I was super scared to tell her, like, you know, yo, I crashed your car, man. <laughs> so, but yeah, so for the, all of them people out there, we know, we see it. It's right in the garage. It's right in front of us. We see it. Don't act like it's not happening. Just carry yourself a little better when it comes to the work side of the house. Remember, you're at work, you know. So during working hours carry out your job like don't start getting caught up too long different places and a lot of people that performance slips yeah i mean you know love is a crazy thing man yeah you know it how you doing things that you may not want to do yeah like trying right? to trying to match up palm periods and stuff like that yeah man <laughs> going know? on leave you get people going on leave and, and you know it like yo we know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah originally you know i picked first but you know for some reason yeah, we know. We know, man. We know, <laughs> we know man. We know you're supposed to be standing watch in the spaces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We know. We know. <laughs> you know. Hey, so, so we just got off Palm because we just got back from deployment, you know, and then we got a holidays coming up, so we we going on more, you know, more Palm. What's your favorite Palm period, man? Well, yeah. Well, well, what you think is the best Palm? Well, period? I, I, you know, I got a little story behind these Palm periods things, and mine changed. Right, I used to. Uh, only take uh, the second palm period, and I had a reason why I always took the second palm period was because um, uh, my brother, I got a brother, you know, my oldest brother, his birthday is uh, is January first, mm -hmm. right? So I always took a second palm period so I can go home see my brother, you know, on the palm period. But I started having some kids, yeah. You know? So then I started trying to take the first leave, first period all the time so I could be there for the Christmas and all that type of stuff, take leave during that time. So that's kind of how mine went. But I, I used to love the I used to love the um the second palm period though. You yeah. take it all the time, loved it. And it was because I was going home most of the time too. I was going back to Mississippi, you know, kicking it with the family and doing things like that back there. Um and I do think that's the best one you know, on, on on several different fronts. Um one um when you get back to work when you when you um 
you can get everything you need to get done. I feel like on the first on the first palm period, and I feel better when I leave. I don't like the fact that people half ass the work and then I I take the brunt of it on the second palm period. Yeah. Right. So I like for the fact of I know what's going on. I know what I now that same work that I did, maybe the only work that got done when I get back, but at least I know something got done. Yeah. You know, when I go and leave that for that. That's another reason why I like the second palm period. Um because yeah, New Year's a big deal for me, man. I like doing the New Year's thing, you know. So yeah, se- second palm is the best palm. You know, and I don't it, for me it don't got nothing to do with the holidays or whenever we take palm, even if it's coming off of deployment. That second palm be the best palm, you know, because the first palm and this on this on any ship. I mean, on our ship right now, uh, if I could go back, I would have chose the first palm, you know, for personal reasons. But uh, on any ship, any command I've ever been on, that second palm is the best palm, man, because the first palm, you know, it's very ambitious. Yeah, we're going to do a duty day. We're going to do a half day. We're going to do a day off. You know, I might be four sections, so we're going to do a duty day, a half day, two days off, you know, and then like beginning that you know you get the turnover day so everybody come back to work on that turnover day you get that hey you know we ain't get enough done on first palm we just you know and maybe it was just because we was doing duty day half day you know day off so what we gonna do now is we just gonna work every day and and that ain't never seemed to work you know so and i noticed that like after the first because i think i took it first like for christmas and then I might have took it first one more time. And I, after the first two times, I was like, all right, I'm never doing first again. Because it always turned up on second. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, yeah, we just ain't enough. Ain't getting, you know, you be yeah. mad at your people. Like, yo, y'all ain't do nothing. Y'all ain't do nothing last leave. Oh, man, I got a little text coming in from my guy. But it's like, yeah, y'all ain't do nothing last leave. Yeah. And uh, you like, uh. Like, all right, so now I got to, like you said, like, now I got to do everything. Mm. So I just started taking that leave that benefited from, I, I just started taking that leave that benefited from that first period, just not having anything to do. And I don't think, I don't think it ever was to where people didn't do anything. I just think, you know, you go 11 days, 12 days, 14 days of kind of like only working like one day a week, like the ship just not going to look as if you were coming to work every day. Like, that's just not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's 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 it, the biggest, man. Like you're right, though. I mean, I, I never think about the the days, and because even I was coming in like on, on when you guys came back, um, off the deployment, and I was there. And I came in like the first first leave leave period, and I'm watching what was going on. But a lot of times, was nothing getting on getting done, not just because of the ship, because people was coming to do the work. They wasn't they wasn't on time. They weren't doing the things they needed to do, and so all that stuff was getting pushed. To the right, getting pushed to the right, getting pushed to the right. So second lead period stand that came around, them boys was working, man, because they had to get so much work done uh, on that second lead period. So yeah, yeah. Um, so second palm is by far the best palm, though. Yeah, I agree, man. Yeah, I don't even see reasons. Well, you said you got kids, but I don't even see reasons to take the first palm. Yeah. But another thing about you know the holidays approaching. Is that's a lot of times in the holidays, a lot of times, well, I mean, what happens a lot of times in the holidays in the Navy? Yeah, man. It's, it's a lot of, um, we have a lot of things with suicide, man. A lot of mental health issues um, that goes on in the military, man. Yeah. Um, I know you guys already know, uh, I've heard about the, the sailor on the uh, on the TR, man, Theodore Roosevelt, uh, just committed suicide, man. Um, rest in peace, man. You know? Yeah, his name is Glenn. 
Peralta. Clint Peralta. So it, man. same namesake as you know the ship, the ship. that I, that that I'm stationed on right now. Yeah, condolences to the family, man. You yeah, know. and then you know while we at it, rest in peace to uh, Adam Fote as well. Uh, he was a, a chief out in Norfolk on a, a Jason Dunham. Uh, he died forklift. Yeah, he got killed by a forklift. Wasn't suicidal, but at the same time, you know, rest in peace, man. That's a big deal, and that, and that leads me to to, to to saying a thing, man. Like you, like every day you, every day that goes by, man, you need to to live your day, man. Like it's your last. Yeah, you know, but these stories uh, stress our sellers out too. Yeah, you know, like hearing about a, a suicide, hearing about a death. We had somebody fall down the steps on a um, Vela Golf in, in the beginning of our deployment who died. Uh, we had we talked about it last week, but we had an actual, you know, an actual seller who who died on our ship. Um, we talked about this. We touched on this briefly last week was uh, Vanessa Guillen. That happened. So all this kind of stuff stresses yeah. our sellers out. And then on top of that, they still got to work. You know what, man? I, I don't think you was on the ship yet, man. But this is actually the second sailor that then died on the Rafael Peralta, man. I was on a ship. We had a suicide. Yeah, this was yeah. They, they got had suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, we had a suicide. Yeah, man, that's that's rough, man. And this uh, is my third, pretty much my third command, right? My third. I was at LCS for a couple years, and it counts. But I got redistributed when I made chief, so I came to came to the ship. Mm-hmm. So this is my. You know, you do sea duty for five years, shore duty for three years, and sea duty again for five years. So this is my five years of sea duty. My first uh, sea duty command, we had a suicide. When I went to shore duty, we had a suicide. And on this ship now, sea duty, we had a suicide. That's crazy. So every command outside of LCS that I've been to, we've had a seller commit suicide. This this was actually my first first time, man. And I I used to always hear stories, man, like you, um, of... Uh, some of my friends or whatever it'll say it was talk about the suicide. Yeah, I had the sailor did this, whatever. And I was always outside looking in, you know, on all these stories. Like, man, that, that never happened on every ship. I've been on like, you know, six ships. And it was like, my, and I was like, man, that never happened to me. Right. And then it did happen. And then you see the sailors, man, it's devastating for the commands that that stuff happened. It's a guy that's, that's, that's on board every day doing great things, great work and, and stuff. And you see, like, man, you never know what's going on uh, with these sailors. So uh, that's a plug for me, for leaders, man. Like, I know sometimes we can we can get in these places and we can talk and we can say, I know this. I know ain't nothing wrong with this sailor. That's not our call to make. We cannot make that call. We got to get these sailors help. Oh, you talk about like for the ideations and stuff. Yeah, like for that. ideations, um, for mental health and things like that. Because we don't know, you yeah. know. So let's get these sailors help. I don't, I don't care what you say behind closed doors, but get the sailor the help that they need. Yeah, because the st- the stressors ain't the same either, you know. Yeah, that's true. It's different stressors from World War Two or Vietnam or. 13 years ago than it is now, yeah. you know, people yeah. whole life. I mean, like a person for that entirety of their life had, you know, social media, had fo- Facebook, had a phone in their hand, you know, something like that. You walk through the mess line right now. Everybody got their phone out, yeah. you know. So and that's just a small kind of example of just how 
the world's changed since since we came in. Like having yeah. a phone, like not everybody had a cell phone when I joined the Navy. Yeah. You know, so we don't under you don't really understand the temperament of another of, of one of your younger sellers or even one of the older people. You just don't understand it. You have to kind of respect that. What they say, act, right? Ask, care, treat. Yep. yep. And, and that's always a thing. Like act is always, you know, gonna be a thing. You know, have you ever so you've never had a seller that no. you had this kind of um I never had a sailor um uh, well I actually I'm saying it's my sailor because I was on the ship. I just had a sailor not too long ago, like right now. I actually had um I guess he told some other sailors he was gonna commit suicide or he he actually tried to commit suicide. Um and he ended up, you know, getting the help he needed need and things like that. Um that's like the first the first time it's ever been like like that close to me but anytime you're on a small ship i'm sure it's that close though um but it's the first time it's been like a sailor that actually worked for me that was uh actually uh tried to commit suicide yeah Um, we had i wasn't there but yeah we had it on shore duty we had a seller who uh who kind of made a facebook post and then somebody looked into it like hey you know this seller's making a facebook post it seems alarming i was an lpo i was the first class at the time and it was my first time really having to kind of follow through everything, every part of it, you know, taking her to taking her to medical, you know. And I remember the person told me, like, she cut herself and, you know, where to cut herself. And I remember going to medical and them, like, saying that they wanted to release her. And I knew where she cut herself. And I asked them, I'm like, hey, did you check, you know, this right here? And they didn't. And then they went back in and I watched them as they pointed to me when they went to check. And I'm like, why, like, why are you doing like, why are they doing this? So they pointed, like they showed her me and then they checked and then they came back oh, out and was like, hey, we going to keep her. Man, that's garbage. Yeah. That's garbage. Yeah. So, but, uh, she's doing fine now. Um, we found out she had some, a pre-existing condition. Yeah. A lot of time it is, man. And they, and they, sometimes, and I think they hit it. I think they I think they knew what the family knew and then I think they hit it and you know that was it. But she, she she's out the military though. I still follow her. She's doing great. You know, good, always been a good person. But it was hard for me, man, cuz she was like begging me like not to take her, you know, to the place. Oh yeah. You know, and all you want to do as an LPO is take care of your sellers however they, you know, want to be taken care of when that's not the answer. The answer is to take care of your sellers the best way that you you should. Yeah, ain't no way um, you have been able to to carry on and, and do the things you you do if you know that you was supposed to take a sailor and do this and do that, and the sailor end up doing something to themselves, and you didn't do what you need to do to help them out. Yeah, if that happened on your watch, if it happened on your watch, so yeah. you did the right thing, no doubt about that. Yeah, we had another person at the same command uh, who committed suicide. He had a uh, he had a ARI. Um, I'm gonna leave his name out of this in respect for the family, but he had an ARI, got in trouble, went on restriction, and then he had an ARI again. He had another alcohol-related incident, and uh, when when he he got locked up, um, and when the person who you know came to get him, you know, came and pick him up, he talked to him. You know, he let him know, like, hey man, you know, you fucked up. You know what I'm saying? This is, you know, you got, you just, you know, you just got back from getting an ARI. You're supposed to be, you know, and then he didn't bring him back to the command. He took him back home, um, had him come back to the ship the next day. 
And at night, he committed suicide. Oh, wow. Yeah, he committed suicide. And that's why we got to be able, as khaki, we got to be able to handle, because the person was a khaki. But as khaki, we got to be able to handle things a little better, you know? And I, I'm not 100% on that story as far as whatever the conversation they had. But I know what, you know, I know what about happened. it. And I know what could happen in that situation. So if that situation does arise, we got to be careful and because how are we taking care of ourselves at that moment in time? That shock factor, you caring that they got in trouble or, you know, you being worried about what's going to happen when they get back to the command. It should be kind of trumped by the fact that they just went through something and they might be beating themselves up about that, you know, already. And just to kind of hear that, just to kind of bog down on that, this guy couldn't take it. You know what I'm saying? And he was a really good seller. Yeah. Real good guy. Yeah. And, and, you know. A lot of things come out in the Navy, man. It's most of the time you hear hear senior people in the Navy say it's, it's, it's written in blood or whatever the case may be, man. That's a lot of times how it is now, man. If 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 you see some some issues and you see something that's happening, um, man, we either know about it from training. Like if I know if a guy didn't got it then did something back to back, and I'm gonna talk to this guy a little bit different, mm-hmm. you know. Um, because I know where this can go and I know where this can lead. And at the end of the day, it's help sailors first with me. I'm going to help them first. If they, if they prove that, that prove me wrong or prove me out to be a lie, guess what? You know what? I'd rather them prove me out to be a lie than them to be in a casket. Right? So I'd rather go that way with it. And I'm going to try to get these sailors help. And I'm going to ask them those questions, those hard questions, man, about like, what do you got going on? What's up? This ain't, this ain't like you. Yeah, you know this ain't you. You've been you've been kicking ass. You got a a chance to to do great things in the navy or whatever you want to do. And so I know it's not you. So talk to me. You know, another dope part about that crazy part about that to me being a chief is that we don't get trained for that. Mm-mm. It's no it's no lesson plan. It's no guidance in that. That's all from just you caring enough to do that because a lot of times we don't i've sat down a lot of times with a lot of sellers and in my head you know because i'm just i'm not like that anyway you know i'm not that kind of person anyway that just kind of knows how to maneuver in that kind of instance so in my head as it's happening i'm like yo i don't know what i'm doing right now but i have to do something i don't know what i'm saying right now but i have to say something yeah you know and then it's like the most I could do is kind of strip any kind of thought away and just kind of go from my heart. You know what I'm saying? And then still try my best to keep that seller guarded from whatever emotions, outside air, anything that's going on. And then that becomes the number one priority. A lot of times for me, when when I get in that moment, I don't care about what's going on. They could be calling me over any any number MC. I'm I have to take care of the seller at this at this moment in time. Yeah. You know, so it's definitely something that we kind of got to be like up to do and able to do. You know what I'm saying? Like mental health is a is a big deal in the military. I think I was reading somewhere that said like operational stress, mental health, like most sellers, I don't know the number, so it was like most sellers are having that issue and they say that their leaders are not really doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and and that's some of the, that's some of the stuff that, you know, 
that I don't understand sometimes, man. Like when it comes to sailors and and trying to get them the the right help they need so they can be successful because you need them sailors, man. Yeah. You know, I want you to, you know, get right. Yeah. Because um some one of these one of these times, especially in my job, you know, my life can be in your hands. Yeah. You know? So I wanna get them right. I wanna make sure they're in the right mindset uh when they on board the ship. So I, I don't see why um sometimes the leaders don't do the things they need to do. And yeah. and I'm a firm believer of the fact that I don't know everything either. Yeah. Right. That's why we gotta submit. Yeah. That's why we gotta submit to yeah. the professionals. Yep. Because we're not. Yeah, we don't know. We can't call that. Yeah, he just make an excuse, and and that comes from me. Like, and that comes from like, I mean, how you said it before. We don't have the training. True, but man, that just comes from me trying to do the right thing. I think sometimes when you trying to, sometimes it backfires on you trying to do the right thing. Yeah, it have. You gotta try, you but you have, have to. to try to do the right thing. And I think the right thing for me is. It's, it's putting them sailors in the right hands and, and, and talking to the right people. Because if, if I leave those sailors somewhere that 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 could affect what's going to happen to them the next day, I failed them, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a call that I'm willing to make. Yeah. So what do you think that, like, what do you think? Because me- mental health is, is always something that's an issue and a concern in the military and, you know, just the world right now. Like, what do you think we can do as leaders in, in, in the military to help? You think it's just like being able to submit to yourself and say, hey, this person needs the professional help or even the professional eye and ear to kind of make a better decision than me. Do you think that's it? I do think that's it. I, I think it's a is I think a lot of times, man, being human, we take stuff too personal. And I think if we take it personal like that, we automatically like ain't nothing wrong with this person. Ain't nothing this. That's not your job. Yeah. It's not your job to do anything like that. Your job is to is to help this sailor um, any way you can, right? So you have to think. You you put yourself in their shoes sometimes, right? If, 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 if a sailor tell me that, hey, senior, you know, I, I went out uh, last week. You know, my, 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 my wife left me. You know, all this type of stuff. All that stuff is a domino effect. Yeah. Right? So you got to be compassionate towards that. If you're not, you want to be like, oh, man, don't worry about it. You'll get another one next week. You know, or something like that. You'll get another wife. You'll get another girlfriend. You'll get another husband. You don't know the effect that 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 happened or what happened to that sailor. So you have to think, man, like you have to be, okay, I'm not a compassionate guy. Only thing I care about is getting the job done. That's okay too, but now you turn that sailor over to somebody that can help them. Though. Yeah, you know, a lot of times as senior person, the only thing we care about is mission, 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 mission. It's okay to be like that. I know people like that. Yeah, but also I know people who know how to get them to the right place they need to go. Yeah, because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, your biggest resource, and you know, I'm gonna say this forever, are the people. You know, the people that gotta do the work. People. So when you got, you know, a seller that's got some underlying issues or uh, something that's happening to them outside of work, what's going to happen? They got to come to work. <laughs> they got to do yep. the work. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So we got to take care of them sellers. And um, I know a good source for a lot of this is Military One Source, right? So yep. if you don't have a source or you don't have an outlet, Military One Source, 
that's uh, sexual assault. For sexual assault, they got sources available 24-7 from anywhere in the world. It's confidential, anonymous, secure. You got the military crisis line. You get trained counselors. Phone call, you could click a mouse. Another one, confidential, that's immediate help. 24-7, no calls. Uh, even for National Guard and Reserve members, their families and friends. Post-traumatic stress disorder, USA Cares, Project Valor, the National Center for Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder. You got uh, TBIs, which is traumatic brain injuries. Um, uh, military One Source, domestic abuse. They got domestic violence hotline, offers uh, phone chat services to anybody that's been affected by relationship abuse, child abuse, same family advocacy program, the FAT program, mental health conditions, uh, TRICARE. It's uh, different programs, National Institute of Mental Health in Transition, Substance Abuse Disorders. We also have the DAPA on ships. We also have the SEMEO on ships. It's places you could go. And, you know, and if you can't trust any of these people, like I said, go Military One Source. Go higher up the chain. You know, don't stop shaking that chain. A lot of people stop at their, their, and, and, and all love to goats, you know, but we make mistakes sometimes too, right? And a lot of people like kind of classify everybody in that mistake that they might experience with just like their chief or something like that. And a lot of people stop at that experience they have with their chief. Like they don't go further. I've heard two, three stories in the last four months of sellers that were finally kind of speaking out. But like when I asked them, why didn't they speak out before? They said they did. Yeah, I told my chief, chief. You know, my chief told me, fuck off. Oh, man. You know, I got two things, man, about this, about suicide, about mental health. And then I'm going to move on, right? One thing is, I want to help sailors. If a sailor don't tell me, I don't know. A sailor come to me with an issue. I'm gonna try to fix it. And I think sometimes it's 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 like that um, for a lot of sailors. Sometimes we hear stuff secondhand. We hear stuff third third person. We can't really go out and effectively do anything when I'm hearing it second person, third person, fourth person, right? So I will love man, and and I, I just think a, a lot of sailors don't speak up, I, and I think it leads to them being scared or or whatever the case may be. Um, but if you want to be heard, speak up, talk about it. Um, and it's people out there that will help you um, out. Uh, the second thing is for, for the leaders. Don't take this stuff for granted. Don't take what the sailors are out there saying and say, oh, man, go to work man, go get some stuff done. man. don't worry about all that. Man, those are the ones that slip through the crack, don't get the help they need, and then it affect them more than it should. Or it end up being suicide because we didn't take the proper actions, the proper action. So leaders take this stuff seriously. When a sailor come to you, do what you need to do to help that sailor every time, every time. I don't care how minor it is. Help that sailor every time. Yeah, because I mean, sometimes we're all they have. We are, we're all that they have. Um, some of us, and you notice, know like I noticed, like some of us grew up in households that maybe we can't reach back. 
You know, I know, you know, my household personally, I could call, you know, I could call, I got people I could call and stuff like that. But some of us grew up in places where when we do meet that chief or meet that officer that we kind of like, we, that person instantly becomes a role model, a mentor or something like that. And a, and a lot of the decisions get made based off of how these people react, you know? So, you yeah. know, I'm talking to my chief and my chief reacted away, kind of brushed something off. I might not think it's a big deal to me. Yeah. You know, so... And that's another, we got to be cognizant of like how much actual influence we have over some of these uh, youngsters. You know, I got, I think I got to pull one of them words out of, out of your uh, dictionary, youngsters. Youngsters, man. You know, yeah, man. but um, it's, it's definitely a big thing. It's never something to just kind of just touch on and kind of brush on. It's something that we got to kind of, you know, always talk about a conversation that we always got to have is mental health in the Navy. And it's something that we're all learning. We don't know it. You know, chiefs, chiefs, officers, petty officers, nobody's trained in that realm. It's something that we're all learning. So, again, uh, just uh, military one source. Go on there. If you're going through something, it's a lot of civilian entities as well that could help. But uh, that's just a, that's a heavy topic, man. Yeah, that's a heavy that's a heavy topic, man. Like I, I got to, you know, let's let's kind of move on to something a little bit lighter. Yeah. What book? What, 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 what book you reading right now, man? Well, man, um, I wanted to, to, to talk about the book, um, uh, the dichotomy of leadership, man. Right where um, it's some uh, retired Navy SEALs. Mm -hmm. you know I mean, they only there talking about you know, you know, they had another book called Extreme Ownership. I'm sure a lot of you guys know about. Yeah, I read that. Jack, Jacko, Jacko, and, and Leaf. Um, man, good books, man. Good storylines, good everything. But this book here. Uh, it's showing, it's talking about the difference, but how you taking what they did in the Navy and what they did when they went um, overseas and was in an actual battle and how they used what they was doing over there, how they led uh, sailors and Navy SEALs to how you can lead people in, in a business, in the business world, right? So these guys, man, had so many, they got so many different ways on so many different examples on how they effectively um, leading business when it comes to like, production man people are out there that they trying to get more out of their team and and some of the examples they was using on how effective they was on getting more out of the team and you know that's me you know i'm trying to get more out of the team i'm trying to motivate them some kind of way so man if you ain't got that book man the economy of leadership man it's a good book um i'm sure i think i want to say it's it's um one of those books that's on the cno read um for the cno to read but i'm not sure but i think it's on there Good book. I've been reading a book called A Knock at Midnight, and I'm I'm reading it right now. It's by a lawyer named Brittany K. Barnett. She she's trying to get people out of jail, people that was serving like unfair, unlawful kind of terms, right? And um, it's a big a big. I guess her big case that she's she been kind of working on. I'm not even where she got the lady out of jail yet but i'm you know i'm like reading and reading and reading hoping eventually she could get this 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 woman out of jail uh but it's it's just such a good book and it's uh her mom she's from she's from texas uh her mom went to jail for a couple years for for uh drugs and then uh 
I don't know if that's what she never like directly attributed to that being what she would drove her to kind of do this because she went she went corporate law. She was getting awards and stuff like that. Young, young uh, African-American woman. But uh, now she's starting to get into like really wanting to get these people, you know, out of jail. And it, it's happening. It was like in the book, as I'm reading it, it's happening. She's starting to get, you know, people out. One, one of the phone calls she made, you know, she called to do like, like, yo, we won. Like you, you, you coming home. You know, in, in four years. Powerful. Yeah. You know, she's like, you coming home in, in, in four years. And the dude's like, four years. You know, like, four years? Like, I got to do four more years. His health, he's like, his health is failing and stuff. He's like, I got to do four more years here? Mm. You know, so she, after that, after already having a win, and she thinking like, man, like, who am I? Like, I got to win, but why is this a win? Like, like, four years, like, every day felt like a lifetime when my mom was in there. Mm-hmm. So she, what she did was she, she asked that where I'm at, she asked the judge to like reevaluate, you know, and the judge did. And the dude came home same day, mm. you know, but the craziest thing, cause he had already did time serve, but where it's like at the spot of the book I'm at right now, craziest thing was the jail just released him, you know? So the dude had a stroke, can't, can't really talk well, you know, can't hear that well or whatever. He had a stroke. The jail just released him. Like, Boom, no, you nothing, out. Nothing. nothing. You Boom. out. His family, like, looking for him. Uh, Miss Barnett's looking for him. Like, they all trying to figure out. He find, They finally got a phone call. He's from Texas, and he was doing time in California. Mm. So they're like, yo, well, how is he going to get back to Texas? You know, so uh, some of that. So it's about now. It's about that part. It's about just the Obama administration being in office and, you know, her trying to get her people, you know, out of prison during this time and, you know, him kind of like launching the initiative to get people out, but just them waiting with anticipation about when they going to get different names announced like that. A really, really good book, man. And yeah. it was talking about Sounds the difference like between it. crack and coke, you know, and how dudes are doing more time for selling crack than dudes were doing for selling coke, which meant that like a petty drug dealer that was selling crack, maybe like a petty kind of drug dealer. Maybe had a couple kilos or whatever of crack would do more time than a big time gangster or a cartel member or somebody that might have like kilos of coke. The actual connect, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So like a drug dealer could do more time than a connect. Well, maybe it's because of the 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 words they use. The words they use like to distribute, right? So if you can use those words to distribute, that means you are trying to sell it. And a lot of times those guys get more to more time because. It started out as coke, so now you didn't you didn't cooked it up, and now it's it's crack. So you trying to sell it? You yeah, I mean, mean it, so. was, it was a lot of it had to do with the laws, you know. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of who was selling crack was like, yeah, you know, black. A lot yeah. of young black, you know, people in that era was selling crack. A lot of who was distributing coke was yeah. the connects. It wasn't the same. So yeah, a lot of that, a lot true. of that system was like unjust, you know. So it, it, it's getting into that kind of like that, like unjust kind of kind of system and and then when they did change like a lot of the laws and how the judges saw some of this stuff they never really read like it's never like a retro action kind of thing so you never going back and fixing the ones that was already kind of judged unfairly so it's like all right from now on we're not gonna do this you know but like what about like everybody else and that's what prison reform is is yeah. trying to get some of these non-violent offenders back home yeah you know nobody should uh it was like a story in there about a dude that did like 
22 years for like a pipe or something something crazy like that like 22 years of your life for yeah. like something as small as a pipe oh yeah man they, yeah crack and cocaine man those guys you get thrown away back yeah in, that was the war on drugs time, man. yeah the war on drugs away. and I, and i never really always got that question with that like like who was the criminal because i mean the drug addicts was getting locked up and the drug dealers were getting locked up so i mean who was the victim that's my question like who's the victim yeah. is it the drug addict or is it the drug dealer who's the victim here because everybody don't time yeah drug addicts it was times the drug addicts get caught with drugs and do the same amount of time nah. as a drug dealer. Yep. So who are you protecting? What are we doing all this for? But but that was just one of the questions that I you know had about that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's crazy, man. But just growing up in those communities and you know uh, drug and you know just that life, and then even us coming from that life and going and being you know sellers, you know coming into a whole different world that you really wasn't like a part of you know what i'm saying and that's the story hey we talked about midway last week right but um you know we get a lot of movies about war fighting we get a lot of movies about stuff like that tactics and we get some movies about the seals um but one of the you know rare movies that kind of touch on like what a lot of us might have went through what a lot of us go through was was antoine fisher yeah um and I, I saw some of Antoine Fisher like recently. I know. I think you probably saw a lot of it. Yeah, you yeah. probably saw the whole. But I, I saw some of it, man. And I just remember like you know this angry kid. You know, young. He was like a a petty officer at first, right? So he's a petty officer. He get into a fight. You know, uh, it was racially charged. I don't know if I heard the dude say anything racial. I had he to didn't go back. Say it. He didn't. He actually. He did say. Yeah, anything right, right. Racial, so, yeah. so he, you know, but he hit him. They get into a fight. He get in trouble, he got to go see a lawyer, right? I mean, not a lawyer, he got to go see a doctor. And the doctor is uh, Denzel, who actually, Denzel directed the movie. Uh, great, wonderful movie. Denzel directed it. It's his first movie he directed. Uh, it, Derek Luke was Antoine Fisher, and his love interest was Joy Bryant. Denzel also, of course, like I just said, he, he played in it. So he goes see Denzel, and Denzel like, all right, you're going to have to talk to me, right? Like, he's like... Our time don't start till you talk, you know, and you know, Antoine Fisher, of course, is like angry, you know, but a lot of us kind of, you know, come in with that chip on. Our, I, I came in yeah, with that chip on too. my shoulder. Most definitely. Me too. You know, I could have easily fell into like I was trying to be smart, too. I had a little bit of wit, you know, but I could have easily fell into that trap. But a lot of that do come from those outside influences, how you grew up and all of that. So, I mean, how did you kind of respond to Antoine Fisher? Well, I kind of looked at it the same way, too, man, like it really related to like you want to come to a different place but you don't want to be like the guy to get ran over you know what i mean you right. want, you know so you kind of want to stick up for yourself you kind of want to say okay these, these guys ain't gonna run over me not me and not up in here so i kind of saw that um but as a young sailor coming in being on the ship seeing what he was doing seeing what he was going through seeing what people was talking about on the ship that's the type of stuff that be that were actual was, was happening on the ship um in antoine fisher um, besides the towels being folded in the head, I don't know about that. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. <laughs> What's a head for the people that don't know what a head is? That's the bathroom, right? Mm. That's the bathroom. That's where you wash your hands. Let's at. Talk that's about where you use it. the bathroom as you do things like that. We call it the head, right? <laughs> Let's talk you know, about in, the, in the navy. Um. So, yeah, man. But I got a lot, of, man. I got a little bit more out of Antoine Fisher than the movie that I we talked about last week, right? Mm. So in Antoine Fisher, I I seen two different storylines to me 
I seen one that had something to do with Denzel Washington character. Uh, then I had one that's, that had to do with Antoine Fisher character. You know, Antoine Fisher, you could tell he had a bad, you know, uh, a rough upbringing, like real, really, really, really bad um, upbringing when it comes to being, uh, you know, from child abuse to, you know, whatever the his auntie was doing to him. Who even knows when he was six years old? So. A lot of stuff was going on in his house, and he was moving from foster parents and things like that. Mom didn't never know his mom. Mom was in prison uh, when he was uh, born, so he never met his mom um, to the end of the movie, damn near, right? So he had, he had a lot going on um, uh, in his life. But then you turn, the, you turn the strip, you start watching Denzel Washington character, and you find out him and his wife, you know, they couldn't have kids, right? Yeah. So I personally think that's why he, he took a— he took a uh, a liking to the Antoine Fisher character. You know, it felt like he was helping him out. And um, I feel like the wife saw that in him. Uh, he was taking a liking to the character also. And I and, um, you really didn't find a whole lot of this stuff out until like the end. You start saying, oh, yeah, he wanted his, him and his wife wanted to have kids and they couldn't have no kids. So you helped me out being a better, making me a better father and a, I mean, a, a better um, husband. Um so that that that's the the other take on the on the movie. But also, another big thing. I don't know if everybody do this. I don't know if it's a you know if everybody um, in the film world do this. But the the screenwriter was actually the, the guy, the Antoine Fisher guy. He was yeah. actually screenwriter for this. So I'm assuming he got paid as a screenwriter. Movie fact. You coming out with the movie facts? You know now, what huh? I mean? Like I was like, man, that's a big. That's a, that was a big deal. I never like. I never knew that before. I don't know if everybody do that or not, but I never knew it. But thinking about who Denzel Washington is, I'm not surprised. Yeah, you know who he is, and and you know I know he like to help people out. But yeah, man, that was a real good movie, man. I'm gonna go ahead and and, and give you my take, man. I'm I'm, I'm gonna tell you it's a four point five for me, man. Four point five. Yeah, four point five for 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 this movie because um it took me into in a couple of different places and it and I was uh, uh it related to me. Uh, yeah. I kind of understood what was going on um, in the movie and kind of understanding, like, you know, a couple of things here and there, but it's a really good movie, man. Yeah, I agree. I give it a 4.5. It's, it's Well, it's my wife's favorite movie, but I give it a 4.5. Uh, a great directorial debut for Denzel Washington. The script was amazing. I think that was the first time I saw Derek Luke, and Derek Luke did great. Yeah, Derek Luke blew up after that, too, man. Like, he became big time. You know, right after that movie, man. So yeah, big shots out of him, man. Yeah, that that was it. And, and Denzel got a good way of kind of putting on a lot of the young actors too. He did it fences. He put Chad Chadwick Boseman through school. Rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Yep. But yeah, that was a, a really good movie. It, and it touched the core of like it touched the core of your heart. And then it was about the Navy. You know what I'm saying? And it, it was one that's about the Navy. And about like real things that happen in the Navy, but not necessarily about war or battle, which we deal with a whole lot. That was a good way to kind of add the Navy into a movie. And yeah. I know we talked about head before, and I want to kind of the head, right? We talked about yeah. the head before, right? And I want to kind of get into what that is. So we call the tallest the head, and uh, and that goes back to the days before ships had sails. So all they had was like wind power. So the ship couldn't travel directly into the wind. So what? What when you had to go to the head? Of course, you're not gonna go to the head directly uh, toward the wind. So that would have been kind of like 
the back of the ship. So what people used to do was go all the way to the front of the ship to use to use the 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 bathroom, and that's where they put all the bathrooms at. So they put them at the head. So to go to the head meant to go to the area where the toilet was located. So the wind uh, would always blow against the deck, appearing to come from behind and possibly like across the deck. So that would carry the odor away from the ship. So that's why they call it the head. If anybody was ever kind of wondering why we actually call it the head. Putting that knowledge out, man. Putting that knowledge out the head. I like it. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Um, yeah, man. Really good movie, man. Really good movie. Um, I did. I was thinking about um, how it ended. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm going to tell you right now, man. If you a family guy, right? The way that movie ended with the family there, man, that wasn't a moving, like a no crap moving moment for you, man. Something must be wrong with you. Yeah. Right? You to my generational generation of this guy family. He don't know about, he he don't know them. They don't know him. All of a sudden, everybody's there. Coming from a guy that didn't even know his mom. Yeah. You know, who she was going from foster parents and all that type of stuff. So, it was really a moving, moving uh, moment of the movie, and wasn't a lot of talking. I don't know if you guys know that. At the end, when he came coming into the room and he's just standing there, ain't nobody talking. Yeah, you know, it's just a, it's just a moment, right? So I love how that was put together and how that was done. Yeah, man. Sometimes was understood. Don't got to be explained. True, true. Yeah, man. I think that about wraps it up for us tonight. Yeah, <laughs> today, man. man. You know, episode number two, man. Yeah, man, this is uh, it's been a good one. Uh, I think we kind of touched on a lot of stuff. Permission to speak freely podcast. I'm Damo. I'm Damon. Thanks for listening.